Okay, welcome to the first of our Takeover podcasts and uh, I'm joined in the studio this evening by the very lovely, excellent Bertie Licious, uh, people from Rosebud, uh, Christian Burton and Daniel Joseph. Take it away guys. <laughs> yeah, good evening and thank you good all. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> thank you all for tuning in to this, if that's the right kind of uh, active uh, verb to use to describe what we do with internet radio. Can you tune a computer? Uh, I think you probably can actually, possibly, to do the wireless. But anyway, yeah, um, thank you all for listening to this. Uh, myself and Chris, we we publicly expose ourselves in the, the form known as Rosebud. So tonight we've picked, selected, carefully and with love and care, uh, a few of our favourite tracks that kind of... Uh, have influenced us and kind of um, embody kind of where we're coming from and going with with the rosebud thing. Um, that's fair to say, isn't it, Bert? I think so. Um, things that are kind of, I guess, tracks that we love, tracks that mean something, um, tracks that inspire us. Even if it's nothing like you know um, the music that we make, it might embody certain part of it in spirit or. Um, kind of ethos, I guess. Yeah, style, intent, style, content, yeah. artistic kind of shape and form and shape. Yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, so uh, without any further ado, because rather than just wittering away, we're going to kick off with some actual music. So this first one, I believe, is one of my absolute goddamn fucking heroes. Um, oh, no, actually, no, we're not. No, no. <laughs> we're actually going to play one of ours. How narcissistic. I know, very much so. Uh, we're gonna hit, we're gonna head off one of our, our one of our tracks off our little EP that we um, recorded about two three years ago. It's called the Great Attractor. <laughs>
delicately. Delicately. Yeah, I. That was, of course, one of ours. Recorded about two and a half years ago, in our, maybe three years ago, in our, our friend Zach of a werewolf fame. Um, he's upstairs, bedroom. Um, the great uh, attractor. Uh, and I am free, as, as that clearly stated. Um, so, yeah, as, as Bert picked me up, um, yeah, we're going to play some of our favourite tracks that have influenced us. And the first of these that I've, I've chosen um, is by the, uh, the, the very mighty uh, Dan Van Vliet, otherwise known as Captain Beefheart. This is Electricity. Captain Beefheart and his lovely magic band did weirder, more experimental, and in many ways greater tracks than that. But that was off their first, um, uh, Safe as Milk. 
And that was just a beautiful example of why I think Captain Beefheart was the, one of the best vocalists that's ever, ever breathed into a microphone. And uh, yeah, so he's one of my heroes. Uh, artist in, uh, in many, many dimensions, visual, uh, audio and physical. And here's some other artists that we know personally, including a, a lad who I think actually is a bit of a genius in his own deranged way. Um, yeah, this is Peter's Christ from Hereford. Live, Fetus Christ are one of the most entertaining and frankly fucking hilarious prospects I have seen. That was it, yeah. That was it. That was literally it. Um, 21 seconds of 21 sexy seconds. And that was, I believe, called Ed from Plane Crasher is a homeowner. Yeah. And we were playing some Plane Crasher later because they're equally fucking amazing. But what do you think, Christian? I love Plane Crasher. They're, and and one of the best live bands you'll ever see, F- pure force and like a jet engine. Yes, I shall use the term jet engine quite a lot. I reckon tonight. I think you should do it's, it's, it's a great image. It comes of all sorts of sort of sonic density and yeah. power, doesn't it? Yeah, force makes. Well, if I had any hair, it would be blowing. Yes, as if <laughs> if, 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 I, if we had any makes any hair beard, between us, makes yes. my beard blow. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, right? This is another, and I, I, well, this is another, another of the, the the great vocal stylists that I think of gra- that grace and have graced stages and, and scenes. This is Lady Shoes by the the equally sexy Jesus Lizard. <laughs>
Sorry, I was I was late then. I was late. You were late with the switches, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, we're late with the squ- with the squidges. Late with the squidges <laughs> and the switches. Yeah, as as people that know who me and Chris are and what we do live will know full well that the technical brains of the entire operation is unreservedly uh, Christian. So, but incidentally, I'm the only one that's making any mistakes. But that's the because <laughs> I'm the only one who's got the control. Exactly. It's like yeah, I'm not stupid. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. Sat there like with your arms folded, going. (laughs) (laughs) Look at him. Look at him struggling. Eating me snacks. Eating your snacks. Eating me into track snacks. Right then. Well, um, so the next track we've got. I mean, that was the uh, amazing Jesus Lizard, like one of the one of the greatest. Yes. Um, David Yao. I'm I'm now going to like take you into the realms of. uh, Well, it's not. It's it's kind of metal, but it's. Um, they're one of the greatest metal bands, in my opinion. Um, but they kind of tread the line between metal, punk, and prog. Um, and this is Voivod from, uh, I think they're Montreal. Um, amazing band. Um, they kind of like made their own chords up and just uh, musically just uh, incredible for the, for like the you know the the time. This was like. This was like 1984, which is um, when you hear the track, it's just like mind blowing. Anyway, this is um, this is Voivod and the track uh, is my favorite track of theirs uh, called Overreaction.
Amazing, amazing. That was um, amazing. Next up, uh, another band of huge importance to me, uh, Fugazi. Um, now, Fugazi, I'm not going to play the... Um, oh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I, sorry, I was talking over it then, and that is like, you can't, you cannot talk over Fugazi. Oh, atmospheric. Um, I was, um, it was a bit atmospheric. It was, accidentally so. <laughs> Accidentless ferric, or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, again, like, incredible band. They sort of, like, always set the benchmark whenever they released an album um, and always just did their own thing as well. Um, uh, there's a few critics, but what do they know? Um, they know nothing. No. Uh, a lot. Nothing. Most people say, oh, Fugazi, the best stuff is the early stuff, but um, I'm kind of like, one of my favourite albums of theirs is In On The Kill Taker, and, uh, and this track is... Um, is from that smallpox champion.
Awesome. Awesome stuff. Beautiful stuff. Um, right. Next time we're going to move swiftly along uh, for something out that's equally like amazing to me. Um, absolutely kind of rewrote the rule book when it comes to kind of uh, early noise rock stroke kind of post hardcore um, band called Drive Like Jehu. Um, when I first heard this, I was just like, what? I mean, this is like done in like 1992. And I was just like, how, how, you know, how are they even kind of like making this stuff up? How are they kind of um, doing the, you know, how are they thinking of these structures and this like style of guitar playing? It's John Reese and Rick Froberg, uh, the two main men. Um, John Reese is also um, main man of Rocket from the Crypt, who most people will know, and the, the excellent Hot Snakes, which uh, both of those guys are in. Um, this is Caress, which is the first track of their. Uh, self-titled debut album amazing
That was blocky, discordant, joyous, and all manner of of nice things. And actually, because um, this is this is audio, you didn't get to see the the wonderful thing that I've just been watching, which is which is <laughs> which is Christian doing all sorts of air music instrument, <laughs> instrument playing. Because um, that was pretty. It's got to be done. Of course, it does. It's 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 has to be done. Absolutely, it's a joyous, joyous thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um. Just taking a slight detour down my particular alley. Um, so as, as you know, yes, my, my alley. Um, yeah, as you know, uh, well, yeah, never mind my alley. No, never mind your alley, mate. Never mind my alley. Um, yeah, as people who make people who know us or don't know us, don't know. Um, yeah, we, we're, we're a two-piece kind of electronic noise, improvis- improvisational, audio-visual kind of uh, thing. Um and we take a lot of influences from a lot, lot of directions. You've, the the vocals that I tend to do um, take a lot from, say, from from Beefheart and and uh, and stylists like David Yao. Um, but uh, yeah, my kind of teenage kind of childhood years were shaped by hardcore um, and and a uh, bit of grinds, but also a lot of industrial. Um, it's kind of a European sort of electronic kind of style coming out of mainly Belgium and Northern Europe. Um, and uh, some people will have heard of Ministry. They're perhaps the more mainstream exponents of industrial from back in the, the 80s and, and early 90s. Um, one, of, um, one of Al Jorgensen of Ministry's many side projects uh, was called Revolting Cox. And this is from their very first album, Big Sexy Land. This is a, a track called No Devotion.
That was, of course, the revolting cocks. Of course. Of course. Um, more their, their, their real fame moment came when they released a, an indie club alternative disco dance floor hit called Beer Steers and Queers, which was in and of itself a great track, but it kind of, uh, yeah, obscured the, the, the European kind of repetitive kind of greatness of stuff off at Big Sexy Land and uh, stuff like that. Um, so, bit of a switching gear now. Um, now, this is a track off my kids, my children's favourite Fall album, um, Dragnet. Uh, back when the Fall were based, were a, a avant-garde kind of English kraut rock band, fronted by a stone-cold um, uh, spoken word genius by the name of Marky e. Smith. Um, so, yeah, uh, this is... Uh, before the moon falls. We are private detectives on a back from a musical program. Working in the name of the fall. Who would suspect this? It isn't too obvious. Our office is secluded. Those there to suspect would not see the wood for the trees. We were six like dice, but we're back to five. Up here in the north, there's no wage packing jobs for us, thank Christ. While young married couples discuss the provinces of their self-built tracks, and the junior clergy demand more cash, we spit in their plates and wait for them ice to melt.
before the moon falls. And a bit more fall. Bonus fall. <laughs> Bonus fall. That's me again. It's never mind. You did that on purpose. I did. Made, Tra- made me have the controls again. And I did. So you could uh, chastise me. Yes, and sit back and, <laughs> and, and do very little apart from talk and roll around the floor. Sit there with your snacks. <laughs> yeah, I, we, we have been eating snacks. Uh, not that you'd know, because this is obviously radio. Uh, and we could all be completely naked and sort of just sitting on cushions and, and, and food. And I'm not. I've got my socks on. <laughs> now that, that's that's a truly truly heartwarming <laughs> image um yes that was that was the fall um in that early incarnation um full of dread and foreboding i think you'll agree don't you christian yeah yeah uh they went they they in my opinion anyway it's probably quite controversial and uh, when they did when they went a bit more Poppy, I kind of lost a bit of love for them, but the early stuff, uh, the first three albums, three, four albums, they're just magnificent fucking art, kraut rock. To All about the vocal delivery as well. Absolutely. Wouldn't have worked if Joe Pasquale had been singing for us. <laughs> Can you imagine? I think I think that has to be somehow mashed up and, and in this, this day and age of vines and stuff. It could be done, couldn't it? Yeah, it'd be all right if it was played on, meant to be on 45, but played on 33. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna have to be done isn't it yeah it's gonna have to be done i'm gonna do it you should it's just gonna have to be done get me to the pressing plant now <laughs> <laughs> gonna waste waste about a thousand pounds oh beautiful oh, right. uh, yeah welcome to this faintly surreal more and wise thing that we're kind of winging um but yeah now this next one is by a man called uh Called Brian Chippendale. He's also he's the the percussionist and the vocalist in the the Mighty Lightning Bolt. And he's not a male stripper. He's not. He's not. Um, but he's quite quite a, quite a, a foxy, foxy sexy man in his own way. Um, he's one of these multi multifaceted artists like Beefheart. He's a visual artist. Um, he's a he's a he's a great musician, drummer, um, and he's all sorts of other stuff as well. Um, so yeah, this is uh, the Wise Toad by. Um, by Black Puss. Take it away.
that was Lightning Bolt. Um, I thought, oh shit, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> we are professionals. <laughs> yeah, I have, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of like rudely cut Joe off. He was he wanted to talk after um, after uh, Black Puss because, but I I kind of like. Just I silenced him um, quite rudely, actually. You did, and because uh, I, I thought because I thought it would be really good just to go straight into Lightning Bolt, which is another uh, Brian Chippendale. Um, well, it's what he's mainly known for. But um, but so I apologise, Joe. We've we've had a bit of a fight, I so I'm, I'm a bit you. like bruised, bruised Fine. at the microphone now. Um, I can forgive you. Yeah, uh, so I've I've conceded. Yes. And uh, and Joe can now have his say on Black Puss. I've forgotten completely what I was going to say now. Uh, yeah, that's karma. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but as, as as I think we were saying, um, yeah, both Lightning Bolt and Black Puss are amazing live prospects. Um, yeah, they both, well, both um, Black Puss, uh, Solo Project, and Lightning Bolt always play at the level of the audience. They do insane things with loads of amps and pedals that I don't begin to understand um, but uh, as a live uh, as a live thing um, Brian Chippendale wears masks like some of us do um, and how he contrives the whole noise that he makes on his own I have no idea but it's a thing of fairly fairly insane joy uh, in fact I, I thank Bert for alerting me to, uh, to the whole um, black puss thing you're welcome it's good of you because I think you saw them at the on the very last. I um, did. I saw yeah. them at, um, at all tomorrow's parties. I saw Black Puss. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, to me, it, it wasn't as uh, amazing as Lightning Bolt live, but um, but still like um, pretty intense um, and interesting. Yes. Yeah. What a thing of joy. Um, but yes, your, your next track, Christian. My next track. Your next track. Uh, now this. Uh, He's getting more into the realms of like electronic music um, that I've kind of like haven't really delved into too much so far on this uh, uh, podcast. Um, this is uh, from an act called uh, Tobacco, um, like amazing, uh, really quite a sort of shadowy character. Yeah. Really, You're, he plays in. Um, Originally knew him from uh, playing in uh, a band called Black Moth Super Rainbow, and uh, then I kind of like learned that um, he he did this uh, project called Tobacco, which is just really warped and lo-fi, um, quite sort of psychedelic. Um, I'll let you make your own mind up, but uh, this is um, New Juices from the Hot Tub by Tobacco off the Maniac Meat album.
tobacco. Oh shit, again, again. Oh, it's all happening, that, it's all happening, it's all going off. It's that lightning is bolt. karma. Lightning bolt will not be silent. <laughs> it will not. You, you, <laughs> it is karma. You've scorned the spirit of lightning bolts. I know. Um, well, anyway, the next track um, is... Uh, <laughs> it's not Black Pus. No, stop it. <laughs> Hang on, what was that? That wasn't Black Pus. That was my phone. It's your phone. Now Joey's getting in, getting in on the app with his phone. He's sabotaging me. I am. Had enough of this. Anyway, <laughs> uh, this this is uh, by an act called Sex Witch. Now this is um, uh, Bat for Lashes and uh, members of Toy, who were like a kind of uh, sort of slightly hipster, I guess, sort of psychedelic uh, guitar band from London, um, doing kind of. The album is sort of uh, part of it. I don't know if all of it, but part of it is certainly like uh, reimaginings of uh, Middle Eastern um, funk songs uh, from yesteryear, which is quite interesting. Um, but this is uh, the title. Uh, well, the first track of uh, the Sex Witch album, anyway, called Hahawa Hahawa.
that was a thing of high beauty. <laughs> that, that was quite something, but amazing, isn't it? It was amazing in every so good. sense. And segueing on from this, here's some Don, father of Nana Cherry, with some brown rice. Oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Some side. 
Very, in fact. I'm... Oh, don't give me more beef art. Sorry. It's my fault. Ah, you and you. I was just enjoying it too much. You and your fingers. And your your limbs. (laughs) (laughs) God damn my fingers. God damn your extremities. And your digits. Yeah. Uh, We've spoken, we've mentioned Kraut Rock before, which some people know. Some people think it's a bit of a smart-ass term for German music from the late 60s, 60s, early 70s. Um, But, yeah, there's... An upwelling of extraordinarily interesting um, stuff from West Germany in the late 60s and early 70s. So the likes of Can, Neu, Faust, um, uh, Tangerine Dream and others. In fact, we played, we did a gig with a man who was in Tangerine Dream, didn't Ul- we? Ulrich Schnauss. Yeah, Ulrich Schnauss. Not, not an original member of Tangerine no, Dream, but still no. linked to the uh, entity that is Tangerine Dream, yes. which is enough for me. Exactly, as an association. Um yes. In fact, the fact, I think I got told off for talking during a sound check. Yeah. I was talking loudly in the sound check, wasn't I, on the boat in Bristol? Ger- <laughs> Germans. I know. Touchy. Very particular. <laughs> Sticklers for routine and order. <laughs> Bless them. Um, anyway. But one of those, part of that stable, um, was, a, was a lot called Amondul. It became Amondul too. Who had, had a really fascinating backstory involving um, certain um, uh, urban... Uh, insurrectionist groups and the German squat scene. But I'll talk no more and let this wonderful thing talk for itself. This is Archangel Thunderbird by Amundul 2.
there you go. Amundal 2 with Archangel Thunderbird. And Christian's fingers working perfectly there. <laughs> perfectly in, 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 in time. With the I have dexterity. Absolutely. You have fine motor skills nailed, don't you? I can push a button. Absolutely. You can <laughs> flick a switch, turn a dial, tap a key with the best of them, can't you? Yeah. And they, and they said that humans would not be replaced by robots. Absolutely. I can still push a button. Absolutely. Anyway. Retain the power of the buttons and the switches and yes. the dials. Uh, yeah, that was that. Uh, next one from me, because as you probably worked out, probably didn't explain it very well at the start. Uh, we're doing um, clumps of three songs each that we've both chosen. Um, so the... And then do it in sequence. They kind of like segue quite nicely into each other, don't they? I think they did, actually. The last yes. few did, certainly. Not yeah. really smooth and kind it's of good, compatible. It's good we have some sort of uh, connection with it. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the final one of my current clump, um, yeah, one of the more interesting uh, American bands of the 1970s, to me anyway, uh, a band that were post-punk, way before post-punk was even a thing. Um yeah, this is the, this is Pear Ubu, who came came out of the Rocket from the Tombs, and also had relate had links to uh, the Dead Boys and the whole CBGB scene. Um, yeah, and this is uh, the Modern Dance. Oh, man. 
And there you go. The Modern Dance by Pear Ubu. An absolutely split-second perfect Actions with the Fingers by Christian Burton over there. I should to make that very, very clear. Um, there's going to be a bit of change in, in tack, because that was a nice section. I think it all kind of, kind of uh, went together rather well, I think. But it's going to get a bit more fruity now, isn't it? It's gonna be... It is. Yeah. Uh, basically, um, the next uh, three tracks that I'm putting on are kind of like a lot more um, on the electronic side. Um, in a kind of early 90s, I was kind of massively into techno, um, underground techno. Uh, and like uh, these uh, three tracks I'm going to play now um, are kind of like my pick of... Uh, of that era for me, I used to go to um, a techno club uh, just outside Leeds um, called the Orbit, yes. which was uh, yeah amazing place, and it was uh, it was yeah yeah Stu Stu went there as well, so, so but we didn't we didn't know each other then, so we probably he was probably on my shoulders at one point, and, uh, and I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> what an image! What a mental image that is. Anyway, uh, this uh, <coughs> this has got a really long intro, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to like help it along a bit. So I do apologise if it sort of slightly skips near the beginning, um, because I can't work out how to do it seamlessly because um, of my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, this you is um, this is Vapor Space, and the, the track is uh, called Gravitational Arch of Ten, which was an absolute like corker. Uh, used to like hear that um, in the clubs um, in House of God as well in, in Birmingham. Used to go there, um, but yeah. So uh, this is uh, Gravitational Arch of Ten, Vapor Space.
killer track that. Um, now, next uh, track is um, by a techno god, really, or um, Jeff Mills, who was um, in uh, Ooh. a thing, Ooh. well, a, a sort of organisation, a, coll- a collective called Underground Resistance, um, with uh, Mad Mike and Robert Hood. Um, sort of early 90s um, Detroit and uh, this um, yeah some of the best like again like real sort of like uh, DIY ethos um, underground resistance were um, very political um, and uh, yeah this track um, is The Punisher which is um, a particular like favourite of mine Um, see what you reckon Oh, you professional!
Right then, uh, next track is CJ Bolland um, with an amazing track called uh, Nightbreed, which is off his uh, debut album, um, The Fourth Sign, which is uh, 1992 on r Records. Another, like, techno heavyweight, um, here it goes.
proper techno, as has just been explained to me by these two aficionados. <laughs> Angular. That was a thing. That was a thing. A great thing. Very great thing. Now, this is the final segment of tracks. Two from me and one that's shared. Um, yeah, when I was about 15, growing up in Wolverhampton, it wasn't the most uh, cosmopolitan of places, me and my best mate made a deal that one of us would buy big black records, one of us would buy black flag records. I, I got the, like, the big black records. And, uh, yeah... This is probably my gateway to um, noise and all that was interesting uh, coming out of America in the, the late 80s. Um, yeah, this is um, there's two tracks coming up by Big Black off Songs About Fucking. Um, Big Black, as we all know. It's a bit blue. A bit blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the thing I loved about Steve Albini and Big Black was their well, the transgression. It was... Um, they knew what they were doing, but there's a reason for it, and it's just all around um, a joyous noise. This is Ergot.
That was my fault again. Failure of the fingers of Christian Burton. <laughs> I blame whiskey. <laughs> whiskey and alcohol-free beer. That was, of course, Casimir S. Pulaski Day by Big Black. Uh, Segwayed and back-to-backed with Ergot, also by Big Black. Um, two fairly wondrous tracks that exemplify the kind of stuff they were doing and, uh, and excelling at. Without a drummer or drum machine. The drummer was called Roland, I believe. It was indeed. Yes, <laughs> credited in the uh, in the inserts. The inserts to those to those um, releases are amazing. Yeah, arts in themselves. Uh, speaking of which, um, one of the, the the highest end bands coming out of that sort of era. Um, they're on the terms of tentacles rather than uh, anything else. Um, band called Naomi's No, who are Canadian, and uh, this is the Tower.
fair to say. As its name suggests. Towering. Yes. And we've drawn to the end of our little little soiree, our little two hours of chatting and playing stuff, aren't we, Christian? Yeah, don't cry, though. No, it's been fun. This feels slightly emotional. But we're going to loop back round to where we, we started. We played a bit of local music by the band. Well, that's quite nice. Hang on. That's, a, mis- that's a mistake, but it works quite nice. It nicely. does, doesn't it? That's a happy accident. Yeah. <laughs> it's my fingers again. It's your, finger, yeah. your magic fingers. <laughs> They're atoning for their misdeeds by yeah, accidentally yeah, creating a moment. Um, you're going to loop back round some more local music, local music by one of my, well, perhaps one of my favouritest local outfits. And mine. Yes, um, an astounding, astonishing live act um, called Plane Crasher. Um, who wear black boxes for a bit, but then went back to being playing Crasher recently and it's one of their their, their classics one of their greatest hits it's called Mouthful of Lips
Say thank you, sir. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.